I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so perfect? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Bernie Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode 102 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And I got on the first try. You Suck did. It. <laughs> it's only because I told you you couldn't see it worked. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, how's it going? It's great. It's Sunday. Sunday. And Sunday. tomorrow you don't work and the kids don't have school. And I do work, but that's okay because you are taking care of the kids and that's great. Mm-hmm. It makes it easy for me. It's like the one day we can actually sleep in, you got to get up early. And it's gonna, I know. And it's going to wake me up and I'm not even, going back to sleep. Even <laughs> extra early. Right. Like, it's not even like kind of early. It's like, it's like I have to be out of the house before I would normally even really be all the way awake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like... Fuck you, I'm already awake, shower, dressed, fed, <laughs> out the door and, you know, down the road by the time you're like, what? <laughs> it's the hard truth of our reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a morning person and you're not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. Yeah. And I'm not really even... But I'm, I think it's funny because I have very um, carefully adapted to your way. Like, I'm a night person. Mm-hmm. I would like to stay up all night and read and do mm-hmm. things and and you don't. And I have very gracefully conformed to your way of doing things. And I go to sleep way earlier than I normally would. So if it was just you and I, no bigs. I know. But we have kids. So it's not so much my way of doing things. It's no, just, but even before we had kids, I did. We never didn't have kids. We, always we never had, had kids that I needed to take care of. <laughs> yes, but you'd still get... I mean, I never forced you to get up, though, either. You just did. So... Uh, what? Yeah. I never forced you to get up? Mm-hmm. That's such bullshit. That's bullshit. That's total bullshit. Oh, yes, I came in there and, like drug you out of the bed and kicked you and like, wake up, I, you wake know up, what? wake up. You know what? You didn't <laughs> abuse me, but you took the covers off of me and said it's time to wake up. When we had somewhere to go, sure. <laughs> More often than that. And by the way, I don't consider an early morning trip to the grocery store somewhere we needed to be. <laughs> yeah. I'm just an any time of the day person, really. I, I clock out about ten thirty, eleven. Like I'll start like winding wake it down real quick, but I then really, you know, I can get up whenever. And I, some days I sleep in, sometimes I don't. It's just whenever I need to be up, I'm up. 
I have that lucky little ability where I can just ping awake when the alarm goes off and, and not to worry and about And to it. be clear, it's not that once I'm awake, I don't function. Mm-hmm. It's that it takes a lot to wake me up. Right. I'm Kind of like temperance this morning when I had to get her for cheer competition. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm like, she got it from me. I'm, I'm being like super cute with her. I'm like, give her snuggles. I'm like, I'm give her a kiss in the cheek. And she'd like slap her cheek and scratch at it. Because she knew something was bothering her. <laughs> and then <laughs> she keeps snoring. <laughs> <laughs> it took yeah. me a good solid like 10, 10, 12. Oh, I'm that's sort of like shaking her out and just going nuts. So we have so. a new morning ritual, okay? I go in. B- lay bucket down. of cold water? No. <laughs> I, it's getting close. I go in. I say, you know, Tempe's time to wake up. She, you know. And um, so I start at her feet and I start kind of like, I kind of tickle scratch, you know, like, like just like a little on her feet. And I mm-hmm. go, wake up feet. And then I go, wake up legs. And I rub her legs. And then I go, wake up butt. And I kind of like... Sounds gross, but you know, like just play with her butt. Nope. Like, no, I know what you're saying. And then, you know, and then wake up tummy and then uh, wake up arms, wake up fingers. And then I get to her, her top of her head and I go mm-hmm. wake up head. And I, then I take her hair and I just like do this scruffle thing. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah. But by that time, she's pretty much awake. Right. So it's gotten to where from down from 15 minutes to like five minutes, wake up. Because it was getting longer and longer mm-hmm. and longer to where a majority of her time was spent in her bed just trying to get her out of the bed. Mm-hmm. Short of picking her up, which she's so big now I can hardly do. <laughs> and it's not that she's heavy. It's be, that she's long. Well, like she's so it's gonna tall. Be, it's going to be extremely awkward when she's 16 if you're I trying know, to right? <laughs> So, so uh, you know, she doesn't start playing her cards right. It'll escalate to water, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. right now we're holding steady at this wake up routine we got. Yeah, and and for, that's the one thing. Like I, I, I've trained Ezra from a very young age. Well, he also inherited the gene, and I think it is a gene because Trent has it. Trent, yeah. Trent doesn't do the groggy morning thing. No, nope, he just pings awake. He just pings awake, and it, even if he had the, has the option of going back to sleep, rarely chooses to exercise that option. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. It's not so much. See, like I said, I've always said it before. For me, it's not. A, there are times where I would love to go back to sleep, but once I'm past a certain point of being awake, and I've got a certain number of hours of sleep in me, I'm fucked. I'm up. So that's why I like to keep the room dark and all that jazz. Because I can't just go. I, I don't have that ability to just like lay back down and go back to sleep again. Yeah, unless I've like really, really got something active going on in my brain by then, I'm, I'm really so yes, good i can go back to sleep even like half an hour later as long as i haven't really engaged my brain yeah for me it doesn't matter it's all about the number of hours of sleep that i've i've had and it really it can be as little as four mm. i can be on four hours of sleep and if there's a certain point when i get up to if i'm awake enough for that i'm done i can't go back to sleep and I, it drives me nuts because all those of those days i'm like extra tired i'm like oh they really should have slept more but i just couldn't get back to sleep so um Almost as bad as as a Tuesday night of uh, was it Tuesday? No, when did I fly down? I flew flew down on Monday. Monday. Monday night of last week. Yeah, you. Uh, um, that was a bad night. We, you were really, really drunk. I was. Yes, we. Uh, uh, a coworker of mine and I saddled up to the bar. This place called the Rusty Moose. Out in, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, you can't say yeah. it, and I keep a straight face. No, I can't either, because and in fact, somebody called. It sounds like a sex thing. It sounds right. like a sex thing, right? Yeah, somebody even asked on on a uh, on a uh, Facebook, how does the moose get rusty? I'm like, you don't want to know. I'm going to need gears of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have this beer called Black Irish Death, and it's only a nine point something percent only ABV. Well, I've done like 11s and 12s, mm. but uh, it, it lives up to its name. 
And also, the bartender was a really sly motherfucker because I noticed, I, thinking back on it now, the through the haze, I don't ever recall my glass being empty. So he was like sliding them in and out. So I, and I didn't pay for the tabs. So I have no idea what the actual cumulative value of uh, how many beers we drank that night were. But um, I do know that I made it back to my hotel room. Don't remember the walk there. I mean, I, there's parts of it, like the tunnel we had to walk through underneath. The little, there's it's a little, like here's the hotel and there's a road and you, there's like a this little walkway underneath of it you can walk through to get to the bar on the other side. Um, I remember getting into my room, so I obviously I was able to use the key card. I was good enough for that. <laughs> and I turned the TV on. I remember that much. I don't remember turning the TV off. I, I, I but I woke up at one point later on. The TV was off. The remote was nestled, you know, <laughs> securely on the bedside table. Um, I, however, had like fallen asleep sitting up, so like my head fell into my lap at one point, so I'm like <laughs> bent over on myself, and my back was all fucked up, my head was tweaked, and I hadn't drank enough water while I was drinking the beer, so I was severely dehydrated, so all that just turned into this raging fucking migraine, so I spent a couple hours pounding as much water as I could without upsetting the delicate balance that was my stomach <laughs> due to the migraine and whatnot, Um and then got into the like, like the beer sweats. You ever get like those alcohol sweats when you're? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, and uh, all that jazz. So, and then I had a nice crisp like, 9 a.m. customer presentation the next day. So I'm, I don't even know how many, maybe four hours total sleep that night, and not even good hours, like not solid back to back four hours mm-hmm. either. Just you know whatever. Um, <clears throat> but uh, my coworker after it was all said and done, he's like. Fuck man, I, I knew you knew your shit, but you like you he's like you really know your shit. He's like because you you know we were both like he's like we were stormed in this morning. It was foggy. <laughs> he's like and you were still just popping off and answering questions and doing your thing. And that that's how I am with this you know with his products that he deals with. He's like, I know that shit inside out like the back of my hand. So good job because <laughs> he's over in the corner trying to stay awake because I'm talking computer talk and that's not him. So he's like, he's like you know nodding off and whatnot. Um, yeah, that was a bad that was a bad night. I, can, I took it easy. I can the rest always of the week. tell when you're drunk when you when we call you at night because of I can tell. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and you were really far gone. Mm-hmm. You're like, is that trainer Tippy? <laughs> <laughs> well, they sound so much alike when you can't see their faces. I know. So, and they're talking off off camera or FaceTime. I can't tell if it's you know trying to be an extra whiny or or what, but. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. So, so how was the cheer competition today? Ah, cheer competition. That was actually, this was, I've attended the best one. two, right? Yes. I've been to two of them. This was the best one out of the two. That, has it been two? Yeah. You've been to two. This was the best one out of both of them because it was started on time. Mm-hmm. All the teams started when they were supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Like we even started. Well, the at, first one that I went to was that way. The the our, in fact our team was even a minute early on the start time. The awards like they said we're gonna take an, like a ten minute break to do the tally up the points, then we're gonna give up the awards. It took them ten minutes. Everything was golden except that it's at the goddamn convention center, not the convention center, but the uh, Memorial Coliseum. And because of that, it's ran by the same group that does the Rose Quarter, which is like the big sports arena around here. Um, and they won't allow you to bring out side food or drinking you can bring water mm-hmm. into this thing well and so i don't know if the people last time hid the food and brought it in because there were lots of people with food i i noticed there was a lot of people that had food too and they weren't really doing bag searches so i'm yeah. sure if i would have had you know been a, a, a yeah. lady with a purse i probably could have gotten it in there but for me none of that matters like this is a cheer competition and 
these are and, and well they're these, athletes right and, and the they're not, they thing, don't want your shitty convention food yeah we don't i mean they had here so you had the big soft pretzels with, with the uh, cheese Salt. goo yeah um the what they call nachos or chips and cheese <laughs> chips, goo with, with cheese optional goo. jalapenos pickled by the way pickled. um a hot dog or a pole of sausage. Polish it's actually sausage. making my mouth do that throw up thing. The and salt neither thing. Neither one of them were good. I like eight dollars. A seven dollar motherfucking coke I paid today. I didn't until like he already filled it up. I took a swig. He's like, oh, it's seven bucks. I'm like, mother. I almost spit it in his face. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> um. So. Yeah, and, it, and not to mention you had to pay what fifteen bucks to get yeah, in. I, I'm a parent of one of the fucking athletes, and I gotta pay fifteen dollars to go watch this goddamn thing. I'm like, yeah. and I get it. They <laughs> Can have I to, drop them at the door? <laughs> right. I, I know they have to make money and whatnot, but th- I actually saw some parents doing that. Like, I just want to walk them in. I'm leaving. I'm not gonna, you know, and they, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it's like that's sad. Like you shouldn't. I'm, well, and what I'm coming to realize is that this sport is apparently not for people who don't have very much money because. Right. Everything costs. Everything costs so much money. And it really, I mean, I hate to use the term, but it really chaps my ass because yeah. we pay for them to be in the competition. Right. Like, it doesn't, it seems like you should at least get one free ticket. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could understand if you, like, you gave, like, one complimentary pass to, right. a, to a, one of the parents, the other one had to pay. I, I would totally right. understand that. That would be fine. But no, anything outside of the athlete, you have to pay. Um, and then we go back to the, um, the, the issue of music. And... and uh, So are we talking again about the inappropriateness? Or are we talking now about... There 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 would be some songs, I guess, you could say that were inappropriate. I didn't hear nearly as much as you heard. I also wasn't paying super close attention. Well, the one we did was also dance teams, right. not just... But, so, I'm and I put this on Facebook, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it here. I used Iggy Azalea's Fancy as the... In fact, I'm going to pull up a little post here, right? Um... So, do, 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 good radio. Say something while I'm doing this. I don't know what to say. You're, you <laughs> left on the edge of a sentence. Right, There's really nothing to fill that gap. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. <laughs> okay. So, you take Iggy Azalea's fancy, right? So, there's that one, you know, you should want a bad bitch like this or whatever, mm-hmm. that one line. They, they ble- the word bitch was, was bleeped. Not even bleeped, just silence. Yeah. You know, it was just silence, right? Immediately following, following that word is the following. Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. High heels, something worth half a ticket on my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight, never chase that. Rooftop, likely bringing 88 back. Bring the hooks in, where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. So it's about partying and getting drunk, right? right. Which... I, I, I am the first person that I don't give a flying fuck about censorship. I went and saw Deadpool the other night, laughed my ass off. That If anything should be censored, that movie would deserve <laughs> it um, from that perspective. But I, I don't agree with censorship. It's my job to censor things I don't want to see or hear. I don't need some other corporation, uh, governing entity, whatever, doing it for me. But having said that, if you're going to choose to censor something, the... A girl in in a roundabout way empowering herself, saying she's a bad bitch, like hey, you know, don't fuck, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just like taking yeah. taking uh, control. ownership of right. the name, <laughs> right? Um, that should be better than getting blasted and fucking you know drunk at a party where you might lose that ownership when somebody roofies your ass and rapes you. Um, but you've got like literally like down to like four and five year old girls at this thing. 
and there's always I saw saw like fifth and sixth graders all the way up through the high schoolers all singing along to this song. It's like how is it you have a problem with somebody saying bitch, but your kids sitting here rapping about getting drunk and it's totally cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> and that, for me, I'm in, in the same kind of same kind of opinion. Either don't listen to the song at all, or don't censor it at all. Like there's. There's you can't have it both ways. I just don't think that the censorship should happen. The way I look at it is, if I didn't want to go see the Deadpool movie, knowing what was in it, knowing the, the how how the, the content, then I just don't need to go see the Deadpool. Support things by, or don't support them by not going. But don't expect somebody to clean things up for you and make it better and make it appropriate because you're just you you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. You're trying to say that you don't agree with these certain things. And that's against your religion or beliefs or whatever you want to say, but you're also still wanting to be able to partake in what those other people who don't give a flying fuck are able to partake in, um, you know, equality, yay. And it's like, no, that's not what this is about. You know, just so either play the whole song Mm -hmm. with the word bitch or don't play the fucking song. The problem is any of the groovy dancey songs you get out there, these girls are going to dance to. There's not a single fucking one of them that doesn't have a cuss word or talking about this kind of stuff in it. So they're kind of fucked in that respect. But that's also kind of where I'm starting to have more and more of a problem with cheerleading is that it's all about the sexualization of the girl. And it's not as bad as it used to be. There's a lot more athleticism to it now, but the outfits alone Booty shorts, like I mean, there are. There was one, and I, I don't know if it was. I think it was maybe the, um, the one my parents came to, mm-hmm. where there was. No, no, actually, this happened at, the, <laughs> at this high school basketball game I went to. There was a cheerleader for the high school that literally there was a. You could, I mean, had she turned around, I'm sure you probably could have seen the outline of the goods. <clears throat> and this, we're talking like you know maybe 15, 16 year old girl, but from the back there was there was a cheek on each side hanging out the shorts, and she kept pulling them down. But I was like, honey, it's not you need a bigger size shorts. She's like <laughs> you think you're like a size six, but you're really like a size eight, and that's not a bad thing. But just stop lying to yourself because <laughs> it's not working for you. Um, and that's the part that bothers me about it is that it's almost like I would I would like cheerleading to go away, gymnastics, do, incorporate all this stuff into gymnastics. Cause that's really all it is. Well, and. That's what I think we're going to be doing right. if we move forward because as a as a cheer thing it's very sexualized but I mean if you watch the gym but it's usually used as a stair step to gymnastics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. So right. I think that's kind of Yeah, and I, I don't know the whole like I, the, I, I'm super conflicted about this place because I really like a lot of concepts that the um, the lady that owns the place does. Like she's very much about if you have you know um, if you're sitting here yelling, sidelines yelling and screaming that your kid's not doing good enough, blah blah blah. That's a, that's not the way to do it. Bring a, 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 an athlete that's coachable, that's one you know that's the kind of thing. So in that respect, she she gets it. But then she still falls into these traps of this BS of what I would like to call the um, the rich bitch <laughs> trap. Yeah, where, where, and it's super clicky. Where it's super clicky, and if you're not the certain body type, you know, you you can still do it, but you're not going to be as cool as the rest of them. And um, the whole uh, and, and in fact, we'll dive into it a little bit here because it did get it, it did get lost with the lost episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that our team, Temperance's team, won first place, which got them a, a chance to get a discount on admission to a Vegas cheerleading competition. 
um, it was put up on Facebook as part of the group we are for this this place that all of the uh, parents had to consent and agree that the team as a whole would advance forward to this next round to go to Vegas. You and I felt really bad because here we are in the middle of this house moving process. And we can't have, afford that. <laughs> we can't afford it right now because it, it, it drops the entry fee from 100 bucks to 50 bucks, but it doesn't cover the airfare. It doesn't cover the hotel. It doesn't cover any of the food that you, while you're there. So it was just not in the, in the budget for us. Yeah. So we thought at first that we were going to be the only parents saying no. And say, ah, oh, fuck, we're going to be those guys. We're going to be the hated ones in the group. Um, turns out instead it flipped and went completely the opposite way. There was only four parents that agreed. Four parents out of this entire group of parents that, you know, wanted to do this. And uh, it was supposed to be a unanimous vote to advance forward. Nope, they're just making like the Vegas, the Vegas Dream Team now. And they're pulling girls from teams that didn't even win the competitions and making the yep. super team to advance forward to Vegas so that they don't miss out on this opportunity. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Because now you're just saying that if you, you're you showing kids, like you're bringing kids in that didn't even put any effort, that weren't even part of this competition and let them go. And okay, so as long as long as it's like it goes back to like what we're seeing in politics right now that you have the people that will may have success built on the hard work of others, not for anything they did, mm-hmm. as long as they can pay the fee to get there. <laughs> well, and, and that's that's and, but kinda... also for me, it's it, it was more that's all that aside. You gave me your word that it was going to be a unanimous vote, which is what I presented to my daughter. Hey. If everybody agrees, we'll find a way to get you up there. But I'm just saying right now, we're not going to be able to vote yes for this. Well, and I felt like if everybody agreed, everybody would participate in fundraising options together. We right. could, re- I mean, if if there's 16 groups of parents right, that really want this to happen, that really want this to happen yep. it's going to happen. Because, right. you know, uh, in the grand scheme of things, 800 to to $1,000 is not that much. Right. But... It, but for a cheer competition, it seems kind of like at the age of six, eh, yeah. like uh, maybe we shouldn't teach are, our daughter that at the drop of the hat we'll just go yeah. spend a thousand bucks right. on something. Well, and especially since we haven't done that for Ezra yet, right? I mean, we've been very frugal with his sports and stuff like that, so I, I don't want it to look like we're doing favoritism with the kids right. either. So, but and that's the part that upset me is I, I tell my daughter, hey. We're not going to have unanimous votes, so don't worry about it. It's it's gonna. We're just not going to go. Excellent job in the first place. Really wish we could make it happen for you. Not going to happen. And then they go and pull this bullshit, which is mm-hmm. when we finally that that was the final nail in the coffin. Yep. After this next competition, we're done. We're out. We're yanking her. Y'all have the best of luck. But if that's the kind of operation you're going to run, then fuck you too, because yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I just I just don't. I don't want to be a part of somewhere where it's gonna. Well, it's going to, you're going to lie to me because you want, because somebody wants to get their way. Well, and it, that's what it felt like was, oh, it has to be unanimous. Oh, wait, I will really wanted the unanimous decision to be a yes. So I'm going to make it a yes. However, I yeah, can. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to, you know, and, and, you know, more power to her. It's her business. She can run it how she wants. But I just, I'm doing what I was talking about earlier with the censorship things. I don't agree with how she's doing business, so I'm choosing to take my money and spend it elsewhere. And is that really going to make a huge difference in the grand scheme of things to her? Probably not. But if she has any questions for me as to why my daughter is no longer going to her class, I'd be more than happy to sit down and tell her. But I think she already knows since I harassed her on the Facebook page of it. I'm like, you know, I said, it's kind of funny that I keep seeing these posts coming up for this advancement to Vegas when it was supposed to be a unanimous vote in the first place. And... This was most definitely not a unanimous vote, and then she, they, all the excuses started pouring in. Well, you shouldn't be mad. Our girls should be able to make it. If you guys, if we can make it work, then we can make it work. And then the lady that owns the hops on there. We decided to switch, change things, and then blah blah blah, and just all this backpedaling and all this stuff. And I was like, bottom line, unanimous means this. 
you said unanimous. Now you're backing out on it. And then all my comments got deleted, you know, because that yep. that's the, that's how you handle a conflict. Yep. I'm just going to delete what you have to say. So now I've, I haven't done it yet, but I've been really close to wanting to like, you know, start popping memes onto, this, onto the page for the group there. Like there was that one I want to take a Nigo Montoya and go, unanimous, I don't think that word means what you think it means, and post <laughs> that on there and just start fucking with them because I have no fucks to give at this point. She's going to be out in a week. Yeah. I you, you, you I have no yeah. no concerns whatsoever. I'm to the point of like, I don't, I just don't care anymore. Like I, I don't want to like slash and burn the everything because i still have to work in this town but um it, it does feel like really guys like can't we can't we be a little more inclusive if if that many of the other team's moms had that much cash to burn right. couldn't we have asked for help getting all of the girls that actually did you know participate in the team to vegas because right. i mean honestly th- yeah, the one that I almost went off on was was a girl. She's like, "Oh, so and so is so excited that she gets to experience this opportunity." Blah, blah, blah. And I look it up. I'm like, "Your daughter didn't even fucking compete. She wasn't even fucking there that day." Yeah, yeah. Of course she's excited because she didn't have to do a goddamn thing, and you're paying her way up to fucking Vegas. You goddamn. I, oh, <laughs> I was just. <laughs> but then I was just gonna, I was going to turn to that petulant little asshole that yeah, just flames on Facebook. So I just let it go. And I didn't do it. I wanted to so bad. I'm but, proud of you but for I, your restraint. I'm, you know, I'm getting better. Some you days, know, <laughs> most days, I've been doing really good. Um, but it's in just, public. Hey, if I can't rant, no, I if agree. I can't vent at home, where can I vent? Okay. <laughs> On this show, that's right. what it's for. <laughs> so it, the the entire experience has been eye opening and frustrating. I mean. It, and it's you know I know and I know it's it's probably not going to get any better elsewhere, but at least I'm I don't know. There's, it, this is not the temperance. She like she loves doing it, but she, it's not the right fit. She's always off in La La Land. She's always yeah. you know. So it, we're gonna try something different in a little bit. Give her a break. Give us a break. <laughs> give her a break here, and we'll regroup, reconvene, and try to do something different. Um, but it's just uh, the, this particular experience really pissed me off. And uh, I just want to find something that she likes more because while she doesn't hate cheer by any means, it's not like she's not passionate. She's not passionate about it. She's just kind of she's just kind of there. She likes the people more than the sport, right? And I think she could find friends wherever she goes because she's just very personable. So, right, I'm excited to see what um, what she could do. No, I'm, I agree with you, and I think that um, we've talked about like yeah, got a friend that has a horse, yep. and they're talking about doing a. Uh, a horsemanship training and stuff like that and she really wants a goddamn horse like i'm like honey i we don't have where are we gonna put she's like i can sleep in my room with me i'm like whoa <laughs> if only you knew how much that will not work <laughs> um so but yeah the, yeah the whole thing just kind of and then this morning was kind of a cluster too because i took her to the cheer competition today and normally we have we have another parent and who's got a friend who's a friend of temperance's that we went in on with the makeup because they give you a whole bunch of it more than you need for the entire thing right and it's super expensive so we're like oh, fuck it we'll split it 50 50 and the girls can just share it and we always put it on when we get to competition so you call me and i'm like less than 10 minutes away from the place yeah. uh she's gonna be sick today and not there so temperance is gonna have her makeup i'm like okay well, well like- and honestly i i I think Tempe's allergic to the glue right. that they use because it's glue and then glitter over the glue. Right. It's not like a makeup. It's right. the worst yeah. thing you could ever put on your eyeballs. But um, I think she might be allergic to the glue. So I wasn't going to push it when she fr- threw a fit. I knew she right. was going to throw a fit right. about it anyway. I'm like, <clears throat> and I told you like, if no big deal, you know, like don't, don't worry about it. And then she said she wasn't coming. I'm like, Oh good. <laughs> 
we can't have makeup. Yeah. Because, you know, heaven forbid any of the other girls share. Right. Because we're, t- you know, because they seriously, because I'm frugal about spending $10 on glitter makeup that I'm never going to use. Right. Um, they all think it's because I'm like poor and, you know, li- yeah. like that's what I mean is. And when they told us that we needed this glitter stuff, they gave us one day's notice. They said, by the way, you have to have this. Give me your money so I can order it for you. Right. I'm like, no. Yeah. How about no? Right. And that's how everything's always been last minute. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, we need money tomorrow. I'm like, fuck. I, you know, people have to budget for this, you know. I'm not broke, but I don't just have, you know, I'm not just loaded with cash just to throw around at any given second. Yeah. And no offense to my daughter, but I'm not going to dip into my emergency fund for... For makeup? For makeup or, <laughs> or whatnot when, when it's really, it's a lack of planning on their part. Right. That's causing this issue. So I, I kind of stick my guns a little bit there. Um, but... Yeah, and you were kind of concerned at first, and then maybe they they might give me some flack because I guess they give you because they give you shit like you have people like telling you, well, here's how you can make her hair curly or oh blah, yeah, blah. and I'm like, no, her hair doesn't hold a curl no matter what you do. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You, you like we could curl it at the fucking competition, and by the time she walks to the floor, it'll be straight again, which is really weird because she had the curliest hair when she I was know. little. But um, and so I got when I got to the competition, I went and I found one of the uh, ladies that's one of the co coaches or whatever. I said, hey, look. She was supposed to be getting her makeup when this girl came. She didn't show up. I got, I got the, you know, basically got the call that she was going to be home sick when I came. I was like ten minutes away, so she doesn't have glitter makeup on. And at first, she opened her mouth like she was going to like, like kind of like give me, give it to me for like you know not doing it. And yeah. I, and I just kind of looked at her. She's like, "We'll find a way to make it work." I'm like, "That would be really awesome if you did." And I just turned around and walked away. I'm like, so, she had the stickers, like they were these right, giant star, star stickers, stickers on yeah. the side of their faces, but yeah. she had those, but she didn't have the glitter. And I'm looking at this, and, and that's why I, I, I even made a conscious effort while I'm watching the competition. From the, I'm, I'm at can the, you see any well, glitter? <laughs> I'm at the exact same level the judges are, so I'm looking, and I got pretty good eyesight. I'm looking, I'm like, can't tell. Can't tell. Can't see. I, I can't tell if there's glitter. Nope. Can't tell. I see the stars, but I don't see. Mm, she's fine. So it's like. Why would you subject yourself to glitter in your eye for nothing? Exactly. A- uh, I, I can't. I can't help but commiserate with her because she's sitting here like the last, the first time. The, there was way too much glitter mm-hmm. um, because of the other mom was the one putting it on, and she just kind of went a little overboard. Which mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. It's, I'm not, not me. trying to be overly critical well, of her. And, but and no, and she's the sweetest lady, and yeah. we're really good friends with her. So yeah. it's not like we're judging her. It's so, just she, so. She, Tibby's got like these globs of glitter on her eyes and it's getting in her eye and then it's all underneath her uh-huh. eyes. So like every time she opens her eyes, she's getting like refracted Smart. light and like, <laughs> and she's just sitting there like blinking like. <laughs> I'm going to have a seizure. Like crazy I'm gonna, blinking. I'm going to have a seizure. She, and she's like, seize, mom. mom, I can't see. Mom, I can't see. Can you fix it? I can't. And there's no way for me to do anything about it. I'm like, I don't know what to do, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just open your eyes. <laughs> Blink a lot. Yeah, it, it, I'll just be happy with this particular chapter. One more, two more tra- practices, and one more. Yeah, and, and thankfully I get to miss both practices. I uh, know. Actually, I'll probably be here for the second one because we're getting. He's got the coworker I'm riding with this week has a uh, his son has a game that afternoon. So, but yeah, one more competition, and then this part of it is over, and like we can just drop the mic and walk the fuck off stage when it comes to this particular yes. thing. Yes, and. We'll, we'll, uh, Aren't you glad that we ended up not having Trent be in here? Can you imagine? Oh, Can you imagine no. trying to get Trent to these stupid things? You know, I, I think in some ways I almost wish we could have because it would have been better to send off. Here, you make pissed off Trent dance. Sure. 
Have fun with that. You you take this toddler. You go ahead. Go around. You cut into his breakfast time. Let's see how that works out for you. This kid is really. There's there's a few things in this kid's life that are that are sacred to him, and food is fucking one of them. So ha- have fun with that. Go yeah. That that almost would have been priceless and worth it just for the whole. Yeah. Thing. No. Oh, and because the the girl was sick today, they ended up doing a last oh, minute swap out. Like I'm we, sure we it totally re- messed him up. Well. I felt so bad for Tampi because she's got the routine down. Yeah. But because they switched her position, her routine's different. Yep. So she kept she she did the routine perfectly, just not all of it was the new routine. <laughs> <laughs> At one point when she like when she had it when she was being the spotter or the catcher uh-huh. or whatever, she like she was still doing her the little shaky uh-huh. dance thing she was supposed to do. Then she clicked. Oh fuck! I'm supposed to be there in case she falls, and she runs up there real quick. Like I got you, I got you. But it was like because she just she's been practicing the routine so hard that yeah. She's, yeah. So it, it's just not for her. Yeah. I love that girl, and she's graceful. And I think it's like gymnastics or something. But just this whole competition thing, and there's just too much going on. It's too distracting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. Like I said, graceful, balanced, uh, energetic. Just she doesn't have the concentration. Right yeah. Now. And that's fine. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I, I don't, don't mind at all. I'm not, I'm not going to force her to not be a kid. So I'm, I'm not going to do that, which kind of actually ties into the article I want to talk about here in a little bit. But do we want to do that first? Or do we want to do voicemails? Voicemails. Voicemails. So I, I did hear us get mentioned on Mediocre Show this week when uh, your brother called in. It still trips me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It makes, like, I want to, like, wreck the car. Like, what? <laughs> well, it was funny. I, I laughed my ass off on multiple levels for that because... Your brother calls in and did a great job leaving a voicemail for them, and he's yeah. been talking about he's been talking about doing it for months. I but know. He's so nervous, which is weird for him, or I, I don't know if he was nervous. Well, I don't know if he, I was nervous. Or- there was something I, he maybe not nervous, but there was something he said there like, for a reason why he wasn't doing it mm-hmm. yet. Um, but he called in, left a voicemail, and then he started referring to you by your, by his nickname for you. I know. He and calls me like, Win. Yeah, and I'm like. I, they didn't say anything about it. I'm like, nobody else knows who you are. All of a sudden, you're just like, you just dive into this thing. Yeah. There's there's, there's a very select uh, fight club that knows about this particular I reference. I know, right? <laughs> so if you ever hear my brother call me win, there's a reason. I swear. Yeah. Well, he's that's like, me. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, um, Eric picked up on the fact that I harangued him a little bit last I week know. for uh, not leaving the voicemail yet. And he's like, oh, I don't leave it till after the 101st episode. I'm like... I specifically said that might be what you said. I just couldn't remember, but I'm still going to harass you for it. So. Um, but we do have a voicemail from Eric. Yay! <laughs> Yay. As well as uh, two from Slacker. I so, know. He's like overdoing it this well, week. Well, the, um, the, p- the pajama story thing seemed to kind of set him oh. off a bit. So do we want to do his stuff first or do we want to oh, do yes. Eric's first? Oh, yes. Let's do Slacker. All right. We'll do Slacker Or stuff. I mean, let's listen. Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Gonna... I'm actually blushing. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you just made the Wookiee wreck his work truck. <laughs> I'm sorry if that part's delivery doesn't make it on time there, bud. <laughs> but we're supposed to fly down to I'm South Carolina and have a three-way with you, buddy. I'm seriously want to check with my wife make sure that's okay. Sorry. You know how much fur that would be <laughs> between the two of us? <laughs> and the amount of, like, purring. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> you ever throw two pieces of Velcro at each other? <laughs> We'd be stuck together whether or not we want to be. <laughs> oh, oh boy! My God. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, on that happy note, I'm sorry. we're gonna I'm listen sorry. to this uh, first voicemail. 
Wow. And go. Justin and Jody, how is it going? It is Slacker. This week, I'm going to rant about something you spoke of last week. First off, I'm going to do something that I forgot to do two weeks ago. And seeing that it's not two weeks ago and I don't have a DeLorean, I'm going to have to do it now. Happy 102nd episode. Yes, you guys have made it. <laughs> Eat it, Aaron, tomorrow. <laughs> Eat it. Anyway, what I was going to talk about is sleep pants. Jody, I agree with you. Everyone should have the right to do what they want to as long as it hurts no one else and all that kind of good stuff. Now, that being said, I don't know what it's like where you guys live, but I live in the South, unfortunately, and apparently sleep pants have become the apparel of everyone. I have seen people walk the streets in them, go to grocery. In fact, I'm going to the grocery now, and I swear to God, I guarantee you I will call back if I don't see a pair of sleep pants on anyone in that fucking store. I have witnessed people walking down the street with them, riding bikes in them. I have seen people in Walmart just going through the, going through the, you know, when you pass by the, uh, the clothing section, you see people just sitting there. Normally people are like, oh, these are some nice jeans. No, there's these idiots checking out new sleep pants. Like, oh my God, these SpongeBob's are going to go really well with my new fucking fake Ugg boots. <laughs> I don't get this shit. They're sleep pants. You don't wear them out in public. The bo- I have one pair of those things and they're plaid. And I went to the gas station to get gas one night for my wife, and I felt horrible for wearing them out in public. I admit it. They're fucking sleep pants. The title is in it, Sleep Pants. You sleep in the motherfucker. <laughs> you don't go out in Caliban all over the country in the shit. Now, that being said, no, there's nothing else to say about it. It's fucking sleep pants. You don't wear them out. Now, I think what you guys said with that article was, I think they were sending the kid to school wearing sleep pants. And if that was the... Yeah, I'm going to correct you there. No, the guy was calling people out for parents dropping off their kids and their parents were wearing pajamas. Like it was too much of an, it was too offensive that if, if I'm like, if, if I was having a rough morning, maybe I wasn't feeling too good and I'm dropping the kids off at of school. So I stay in my pajamas so I can go back to my house and go back to sleep right away. I'm really not going to get up and get dressed, you know, yada, yada, just to come back and go to bed again. No, it wasn't about sending the kids to school in the pajamas. It was about sending the parents wearing pajamas while dropping their kids off. Now, the one part where we did disagree was that, or I, or I should say where I disagreed with it is, or, or no, sorry, I agreed with the article is like he was talking about calling out some parents for wearing the pajamas and whatnot to school assemblies where like the kids were, their kids were getting awards. And in that case, no, you know, if your kid's getting a special award or something, dress the fuck up and show them that you're worth, that they're worth putting a little effort into that, that that's kind of where that went. Case? Oh, hell fucking no. <laughs> there ain't no damn chance of shit. I don't care if tomorrow something happened and aliens showed up and handed out sleep pants everywhere. My kids ain't wearing that redneck-looking shit to school. <laughs> hell no. Ain't gonna happen. Just ain't gonna goddamn fucking happen. Anyway, that's my rant for this week against sleep pants. The scourge of sleep pants. <laughs> God damn it. I hope it's not as bad where you guys live. Because if it's not that bad, I can kind of see how you're like, they can do what they want. That's fine. But, my God, it's horrible here. I heard there's a sign at the courthouse that actually said, sleep pants are not actually good attire for said said courtroom, courtroom activities. <laughs> it's horrible. 
Mainly because most of the people around here probably could not pronounce activities. But anyway, <laughs> you guys have a great week. This is Slacker. Have a good one. Bye. So, um, yeah, that that we do have a problem with that around here. If you want to call it a problem, yeah, there are plenty of people around here that wear their pajamas. I don't care. Me personally, I, I I I think that it's if you're trying to do something official, like I don't know, go to the court yeah. or whatever, and you're wearing it, you're a goddamn idiot. But if you want to be a goddamn idiot and look like a goddamn idiot, I doesn't no I, skin I mean, off say my back. I mean, I say put your best foot forward in the right circumstances. But if right. if you are the type of person that does not care about how you look, more power to you. I wish I was right. more like you. Right. I guess it's kinda- exactly. And and it's one of those things like. You know, even you and I sometimes will have a difference of opinion. Like, you're going to go out wearing that? Like, what? It's jeans and a t-shirt. Fuck yeah, I'm going to wear that. And No, yeah. I have a problem with your flannel as formal wear. Oh, flannel is formal wear. That's that's it. That's the <laughs> argument we get into. That, that's it right there. That's exactly what happens. I say, you're going to wear that? Isn't this a little nicer than that? You're like, what? It's my nice flannel. It is my nice flannel. And it goes from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that one you're just going to have to lose because flannel is formal wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and this is why you won't go to the med- wedding with me. What wedding? The wedding I'm not telling you about that I'm going to, so that I don't have to wear, have you wear flannel to it. What wedding? Um, my old coworker's wedding. Which one? Oh, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll go to that one. No, I'll, you're not. I'll wear a nice shirt. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Nope. I would. No, I will wear an actual nice shirt for that one. It's fine. But like some of the stuff we've gone to, like a Christmas party at a basketball game. I'm That's not, not what I'm talking about. But okay. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I will go to that one. So, and we have another one from Slacker here. Guess what, guys? <laughs> Just got out of the grocery, and there was two people with get this sleep pants walking around in fucking sleep pants. That's Not mistaken. One was a uh, one uh, lovely uh, <clears throat> uh, loose word lady was wearing uh, this year's seasonal uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. And I believe the other one was maybe the Denver Broncos, which I guess I could give her a pass because they just won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> but there you go. Boom. Two people, sleep pants, in the grocery store. They weren't sleeping. They were fucking shopping. All right. Slack her out. Thank you for the sleep pants update. Yes. I love updates like that. Um, I can't wear my sleep pants in public because no. I don't wear sleep pants. I'd, I'm one of those all natural uh, yeah. type of sleepers. So uh, if I went out wearing what I no, wore, no, but to you bed, wear sleep pants in the house, right? Right. I'm just saying. But if I if I went out wearing what I wore to bed, right, um, that would be a whole other litany of problems. <laughs> Especially if I went to school. I agreed. <laughs> There'd be charges. Things would be said. <laughs> it would just end badly. <laughs> um, but I do think it's funny that he calls them sleep pants. Like he he got me saying it too. But like pajamas. I, yeah. Uh, must be a southern thing to call them sleep pants. No, I've I've called them sleep pants. I have never heard that term up until he sent these two voicemails in and they're labeled sleep pants one and sleep pants two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh <laughs> next up on the list we'll have one here from Mr. Eric tomorrow. Justin and Jody, it's Eric tomorrow. Congrats. You made it. You did hundred and one episodes. You did it. I didn't listen all the way through 101 yet, but it's there. It's done. You did it. Congratulations. You made it. I don't know if that's really a thing. I guess it's a thing now. But congratulations. Great job, guys. Really enjoying it. And I'll keep enjoying it as long as you keep doing it. How about that for inspirational? (laughs) That was very inspirational, sir. 
Um, um, I feel so inspired. No, actually, that's like my, you know, that's a, <laughs> I know, you're over there like. <laughs> no, 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 not even, okay, <laughs> this whole circle jerk thing about between me and Eric and whatnot. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I know, But I, know. I think. No, you are. But now that it's but, started but, a thing, but work, like, no, I want to. work I'm, Frank's and you're like. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Justin, and you're worshiping of Eric tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do, that is, that's plenty inspirational, especially now that I found out by listening to his show this week that he did that while he's pooping. You know, he he thought of us while he was pooping to leave a voicemail. That I thought it was fitting. Hats off, I to thought you, it was sir. quite and fitting. I, yeah, said so it, it makes it, it works for me. So, especially as he is, a, you know, a parent. Right. You got to you got to squeeze calls in where you can squeeze. <laughs> no, no pun <laughs> intended. God, really? Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Now, I will say the most awkward poop phone conversation I've ever heard in my life happened at the airport the other day oh no this guy was conducting legitimate fucking business <laughs> in an airport bathroom mind you so there are grunts and noises and sounds that he's not even making <laughs> that are so happening gross. all around him he's like yeah if you could look up the uh the document on this one uh customer in the sale number blah 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 and i need you to do this and there's somebody next to him and sonic's was like and this is loud like trumpeting fart i'm just like how how could you? I feel so sorry for the other person that ended that phone. There's no way they didn't hear that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I, I could not conduct legitimate like work related business on the phone while I'm in the shitter. No, because there's Mm-mm. just always that that bathroom echo too. There's the bathroom echo. There's the inevitable flush sound. Right. Um, <laughs> if you're in a public restroom. There's somebody else blowing <laughs> their ass out, and then yeah. you're gonna hear it. <laughs> like uh, at the most. If I'm finishing up business and my mom calls, I might answer the phone and tell her, hold on a second and mute it and then get out of the bathroom. That's the that's the most I will do. Y'all just need but a I way come from a family, so I wipe my ass. But, no, I come from a family where people would talk while they were... I, and I, could, hey, I can't even... I mean, no, I'm just like, why I, I, would never, you... I will I, say that we, my family did draw the line at um, talking on the phone like they didn't do that. But there were like... Back when we had the one bathroom at the old house, mm-hmm. um, there were times where like, there was when it was one of those old style farmhouses where you'd walk in. If you walked from the living room, you had four different doors: two to a bedroom, one to the bathroom, one to the upstairs. And so you got kind of this little—you can't really call it a foyer. It was like this yeah. little like it was like a mini hall. Um, and if you were standing there, you could look in the. So there was times like where, where like, it was like the one time that the entire family was there. So dad would call a meeting while he's grunting one out in the toilet. And I was like, I'm like, I don't need. Really, Dad? He's like, I'll just blah, 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 blah. And it was like it was like that scene from Friday. Y'all, yeah. I smell your shit for twenty five years. You can smell mine for five minutes. I'm like I don't want to. There's no <laughs> ventilation in this bathroom. This house was built in nineteen twenty fucking two. <laughs> and that was the worst too. When somebody would like bomb the fucking bathroom, then go take a nice hot, hot shower, shower, and then they'd open the door. It was like. <laughs> just moist ass oh, all over that house. Oh. It was so wrong. <laughs> it's kind of like currently when I'm sitting there taking a nice hot bath, the bathroom's all steamy and Tempe comes in to take a shit. She just drops one off. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, go away, woman. <laughs> she she crapped twice <laughs> while we're at the cheerleading thing today. This does not surprise me. Plus once here or twice here. Yeah, she went a lot today. All that fruit. So... All right, onwards and upward. Now that we've had the bowel talk, the, the weekly bowel <laughs> yes. talk, um, oh. we can uh, go into the article. Yes. So this is actually posted um, to a website called fatherly.com, and they uh, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes here. Um, do, do, in fact, I'm going to make my note, self a note about the show notes. Add 
article. 20 most common parenting mistakes I see from a family psychologist. Right. And um, so basically they go through the 20 different things that he see, thinks he sees are mistakes when you're raising a child. Um, and uh, we'll just kind of hop, hop, we'll hop our way through the list here. Uh, number one, give them too many choices. And basically, each one comes with the descript- his his uh, his reasoning behind it afterwards. I may not give the reasons for each one, um, because I, whether or not we want to dive too deep into him. Um, but I agree. If you you can overwhelm a child, yeah, it's best it, to give them two at most three choices. Right. But if you start yeah. like giving like it's, it's like going there and going to a restaurant, what do you want to eat? And they just look at the menu. Uh... Uh, and then, and then they always find like, well, I want pizza, honey. We're at a hamburger place. Okay, so a popsicle. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're at a we're at a fast food hamburger joint. Okay, spaghetti. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work. You just, you, so you just end up hopping through all these damn yeah. things. So that that doesn't always work out so well. Um, number two, and this one I cannot agree with enough: praising them for everything they do. Yeah, and I'm big on this one. I don't like to overly praise the kids because you shouldn't get praised just for doing the bare minimum. Like. Like if you're only wearing 13 pieces of flair and the bare minimum is 13 pieces of flair, you're not going to get pr- no. <laughs> well. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Like, the, 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 I mean, the, there are like with Ezra. There's been times like you know, like during his normal chore stuff, we'll just let it. You know, if he does the dishes and yeah. we don't have to kill him, there's no, really no praise there. But there has been times every here and there where he's done like a stellar job, right? Exceptionally like, good job, or exceptionally quickly, or right. or without then, being asked, he does a little bit extra or right. whatever. That of course deserves that, that's praise. Praiseworthy. Um, that's but so you know, you, it's a fine balancing act you have to walk where you don't praise him too much, but you also can't be overly critical either, right? Because um, then that's equally just as detrimental as as the other one is. Um, trying to make the child happy. Um, and the way well, he, he he's saying it, trying to make them be happy, like trying, like going out of your way to kind of, I mean, I don't want to say force, but you know, make them be happy. Just going going too far into forcing the issue, and I right. agree with that. Like you need to give you like if your kid comes to you and says I'm bored, you know, like okay, then go find something to do. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you might bust out a board game and do something with them, right. but it's not always going to be the case, and. Sometimes they just need to figure out how to make entertain themselves, and and uh, and I think four goes along with that because the number four is overindulging them, yeah. and that's kind of the same thing. Well, and also it's one of those things too that you know he makes a very good point saying that uh, uh, basically they will always almost always end up believing that acquisitions lead to happiness, mm-hmm. so they become the Ferengi, yeah, um, and then this sets up chasing the never satisfying carrots and can result in addictions and compulsions, which makes you wonder when you start watching like hearing these people talk about how their kids are addicted on drugs or their heroin right. binge or whatever it's like you you want to almost want to go back and look at no i would yeah. like i would like to see it like if there's like a scientific study done like hey if you can get these people like if they recover have them go back and talk about their childhood and say like you know did maybe maybe number i, I would like to see if there's an actual correlation there or not <clears throat> i'm not trying to draw on myself yeah. i wasn't like making an assumption there um Number five, and we see a lot of this with this, you know, what we've been doing, right? Which is keeping them too busy, right? So there, there are some kids at the cheer place that are there four to five nights a week, right? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm 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 barely able to keep up with two, right? Like I can't imagine. Yeah, well, and you know, this go, for us, we've said it before. It always goes back to how the kid responds to it. Yeah, because like. If if going to the cheer night, the cheer thing four or five nights a week is a respite for your kid, and it's right. something they enjoy doing and they truly look forward to, 
and it keeps them off the street, more power to you. But if you're forcing them there all the time, you know, I understand like, you know, forcing the kid every once in a while to do do something that might be outside of their normal boundaries or whatever, just to have them try the experience to see if they like it or not. But if you're just forcing them just because it's you're, you're almost like you're trying to live vicariously through them, that's damaging, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not good for them. Um, number six, thinking smart will save them, which Ezra's having a hard time dealing with right now. Yeah, um, and I can't help but wonder if we've kind of set him up to be a little arrogant because we did we have praised him more often than not for being smart, right? Um, you know, finding that that's something that's easy to praise a kid for. You know, if they're doing really well in school or you know whatever. Um, yeah, but I also don't think that we've we've ever we've ever made it the end all be all. Like we've never said, you know, smarts are what really makes your makes the way in this world because it's not. Sometimes you can be a complete fuck up and have you know good football skills and you'll still get through the you know. But I think that he's he's taken us uh, some of it and 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 taken that lead and ran with it. You know. Yeah. Um, number seven is a hot one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that a strict religion will give them the perfect values and save them. I dated a Catholic high school, a girl that went to an all-Catholic high school, an all-girl Catholic high school there. I said it correct that time. Um, yeah, and her parents are super strict. And right. that just made her a ginormous magnet for what kind of trouble and deviltry can we get into tonight. Right. And I think that that's a common mistake to go, to to fall into for people. Right. And, Especially and, if you were raised that way. And even outside of that, what he makes a very good point here saying that the first time they see hypocrisy in their parents or the touted beloved leaders, the house of cards start to fall. And that's what happened with me. Yeah. Was um, a pastor we had that uh, he, uh, knowing that I was a big computer guy and whatnot, and I needed a sound card for this old, back before computers came with sound cards, like you had to add that to get sound, right? Um, they happen to have one laying around that they're gonna that they're gonna toss out, and he's like, "Yeah, if you do a couple of things around the church property here and help out with this, I'll give it to you." So I did, and then he ended up putting it in somebody else's computer because he had forgotten that he had uh, made the promise to me. Um, and it, that that devastated me. Then it started got me to thinking, it's like, how could somebody who's supposedly supposed to be this pious man have? Oh, hold on here, let's just start scratching. Th- okay, I see what's going on, mm-hmm. and that kind of started the like it said here, the deck of cards falling. Number eight's a big one for me. Withholding common information about important topics like sex. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Um, if somebody asks me a direct question, they're going to get a direct answer. Of course, I'm not going to talk about you know. Uh, pegging with a six-year-old, mm-hmm. but I'm yeah, yeah. But she docking yeah. <laughs> not so much touching tips. But you know the basic mechanics, or or even the basic ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if there's direct questions being asked, I'm not going to hide them because that's where you get to come across, especially young girls who've been taken advantage of because they don't realize that what this person is asking of them is sex and not something they should be doing. Not, not because, related to love, right? Yeah. I mean, how how young girls get taken advantage of is this whole, you know, this is a secret thing, don't talk about it. And if they already are aware, then it doesn't feel like a big secret. Or, or even more morbid is when you have the girls who were told that men are, are strictly ruled only by this. Mm-hmm. And the only way to show love to a man is to fuck him. Mm-hmm. And then when that breaks down and doesn't work and the guy takes off, that really twerks yeah. with their head. Did I just say twerks? I did. Tweaks. Tweaks of their I head. Thought you, I thought you said torques. Torques. Tweet, twerk. I think twerks. I actually said twerk. <laughs> I meant to say torque. And then tweak was trying to come out. Yeah, anyways. So, um, <clears throat> be, number nine, being hypercritical of the child's mistakes. Um, and that one's an easy one to fall into. You have to, we have to, we, you know, everybody's, <clears throat> I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty <clears throat> of it. Um, 
it, it can get frustrating, especially when you don't see a lot of effort. Right. There, there is, a, like I said, with any of these here, I take these as... Right. He's probably looking at the extremes, like where you can right. never ever do any right. And I always think there's a balancing act. Sometimes you have to be hypercritical of certain things. Like if a child made a super stupid mistake, that could be like a life threatening right. thing. You really got to like let them know, hey, dude, that was pretty dumb. I mean, right. you, you know, yeah. Well, and there's there's being hypercritical, and then there's having defined expectations, right? And yeah, there's defined expectations, and then there's the no more wire hangers kind <laughs> exactly. of Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, if, if you're aware of what what the expectations are, and you just consistently don't live up to them because of choices. Not because you right. can't, but because of choices. Yep. Um, it gets, you know, especially as they're entering teenage years, and you're like, if I don't fix this now, it will never get fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then using shame, shunning, or threats. Um, and I've seen this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Where people, yeah, it's, uh, basically it says never imply that there is a chance you might not love your child due to their actions as some parents do so in order to get their kids to achieve compliance. It's a short term term gain with abandonment lurking in the shadows. Then the child doesn't care either. And this happened a lot when I was still married to my ex with her kids from the previous relationship where he would actually rank the kids in front of everybody. Well, you were my number one favorite child, but now you're my number four. And I'm just like, and oh, the, I, the, I can't count the number of times I want to rack that guy's teeth down his throat for saying that shit. I've heard um, uh, no kid of mine's going to be gay. Right, um, right. <clears throat> you know. Ain't going to be any of those queerosexuals in my or household. Even, or even no kid of mine's a loser right. at, at, at a sports yeah. game. Yeah. Like That's ridiculous. Um, number 11, making kids do things that are inappropriate for their age. Um, which goes down in this reference, he's using it when I, when I first read that, I'm like, what's he trying to say? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then he went, goes into he's like, talking about like siblings, raising siblings, <coughs> right. like, like <clears throat> having your 10 year old change the baby's diaper and stuff right. like that. And I think, well, I think that it's good to expose older siblings mm-hmm. to the realities of raising kids. Right. Um, but not forcing them to be <clears throat> your caretakers for said kids. Right. Right. I was the oldest kid. You were oldest kid. Right. Like you learn how to do things. You do things because it helps your parent. And I did. And offer, it's a good yeah. experience. Right. And I offered to help with my sister sometimes, and I go out and do stuff, but it was never forced upon me. Um, the only thing I could ever think of that was quote unquote forced upon me was when I would get you know handed a, a forty spot and told to take her to the movies and don't come home unless you want to see some uh, <laughs> shit about your you see, see a side of your parents you didn't want to see because it was the dad been out of town for a while. Um, uh, but I've also seen, even like within our extended family, I've, I see a lot of this and it, it bothers the hell out of me. And I've actually had conversations with the kid that's happening to him. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, this is rough, man, because you really shouldn't have you, that. This is not you didn't make them. That's not your deal. And now having to do. <laughs> well, there, so. But there's also a difference between being expected to care for a kid and being expected to be in the same room with a kid and actually expecting the, the older one to not parent. Because what's right. happening, like, even with Ezra, is he's decided that I'm not being a good enough parent. Right. No, and that, so he goes over the step, top. Right. And he stepped, especially when you're out of town, he does it every right. time. And we like, lock him up <clears throat> every time for it, oh, too. And it is so aggravating because it's, the, it, it, Jody, they're doing this. Jody, they're doing this. Jody, mm-hmm. And it's like... <laughs> Worry about your fucking self, dude. <laughs> but the what I'm referring to is like you know it's, he's expected to to watch the younger ones, and he and like the, we we had that combined family vacation away a long time ago, and like well the parents are bickering over who had to deal with the child. Um, finally, they just dumped it on their oldest one, and I'm like, the kid shat himself. That's really for he wouldn't have shat himself 
had you guys gotten off your dead fucking asses and made him go to the bathroom the first fucking time you told him to do so. But no, that was too much effort because you're on vacation. Oh, I, oh, oh that one pissed me off. <laughs> so, uh, number 12, not limiting screen time. And we experienced this one firsthand because um, we, we got a little lax with Ezra mm-hmm. on he, and we were taking what he was saying at face value. Yeah. No homework went out. Then all of a sudden, he's, he got a failing grade in advanced math. Mm-hmm. And I came down on top. I mean, I, I dropped like a ton of fucking bricks on him. Just like, no, dude, this is not okay. Well, and, and what I find with him is every time we take away the restriction, he abuses it. Right. Every time. So we just have to leave the restriction in place. Right. For now, unless we're home, there's just no electronic kind of a thing. But within two weeks, he got that grade back up. Yes, he did. Um, but there Which... are there are people that consider like the tablet to be the uh, electronic babysitter. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not... You're talking to a person here that I'm not sitting here and saying, I, don't I, don't put your kid on a tablet. Don't yeah. put your kid in front of a TV, whatever. I'm just saying, don't use that as the sole and solitary way you keep them occupied all of the time. Yeah. Because it's not a good thing. Well, them. it kind of ties into number 13, which is not, not ever letting your kids right. get bored. And I think it's important to, to teach them how to entertain themselves. They need to experience boredom so they can then experience how to correct said boredom right. on their own. It's not always going to be somebody else's job to do so. Um, protecting kids from their own consequences and loss. I've seen this time and time again. Yep. I watched a guy um, I was going to college with got a, got pegged for a DUI, um, and because it might wreck it would wreck his chances at starting his young life off on the right foot and this and that the other thing. His dad, who had an astronomical amount of money because he was a pilot, um, <clears throat> spent an astronomical amount of money on like the best fucking attorney he could find to try to. Uh, weasel his way out of this and he ended up getting it making it happen too and i'm just like how about you know perhaps your kid wouldn't drive drunk if he got pegged for it and had to fucking pay the time for it and had to do the deed you know and and realize that that was a goddamn stupid mistake but no daddy came to save him once again yep um and this one's also number 15 a huge pet peeve of mine not letting kids play dangerously yeah. I get so many dirty looks when I'm at the park. And I'm just sitting there, like, watching the kids do stuff. And they're like, you know, if I see them do something they don't, I think they shouldn't be doing, like, it's extremely bad. I'm like, eh, you need to stop and go back around to the other side. Like, don't climb on the out, you know, don't do that anymore. Um, and there's other people like, why, why aren't you there to catch them if they fall? Why aren't you there to, like, you know, make them keep them from falling? It's like, get, pain is an excellent teacher. <laughs> the, the stupidity should be painful. If stupidity was painful, there would be less dumb people in this fucking world. Um, so I just, you know, I let them, you know, if it's going to kill them, sure. But otherwise they, I look at some of the crap I did as a kid and then I go back to some of the crap my dad did as a kid. Yeah. But even, survived. even this, Trent was on a perfectly safe playground when he fell and broke his arm. Right. Like he, still he found wasn't, a way to weasel, right. and you were less than two feet away from him. Right. right. Like it's not. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, 16, not debriefing kids at bedtime. And this one. We we definitely experienced this one firsthand because um, we had been working on trying. We've been spending a lot of time now trying to get our bedtime routine in locked so that all the kids are happy, all the kids are calm, and it was hell for about six months. And we finally got it all worked out. And now that we've got it set, we've 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 established what each kid wants and thrives on before bedtime, and we do that for them. Yeah, I usually do our debrief. So nice. I do our debrief usually during the evening times about what they did. And I really like the um, so what what happened that was bad today and then the what happened that was good today question because it brings up a lot different stuff than just what you do today. Right. Um, But 
we don't do it right at bedtime. Each kid has their own thing. Like what we found out is Tempe requires the least amount of attention at night. Like right. we need to get in there and get out and let her read and, and she will conk out and sleep like a baby. Right. Uh, Ezra <clears throat> wants a little bit of attention, a little bit of love right. and then reading. And Trent wants to be read a book and left the heck alone. Yeah. Trent, he wants, we go upstairs, he and I go upstairs together. We brush his teeth. We both take a piss. Sometimes we do it together. So he's, you know, because he's just got to be a big boy and pee with daddy. And that's just the way it goes. And then once that's done, we wash our hands, get him into bed. And I'm like, all right, mom's going to come up and snuggle you and read a book. So you finish up with uh, Temperance mm-hmm. and you come upstairs and uh, and read him a book, give him some snuggles. Out you go. I spend about five to 20 minutes sitting in the recliner watching Netflix. And we're phasing that out. And we are phasing We've that out, phase too. That out. Well, that's not going to fit in the new room. So it's going to have to be phased out. And then um, he's good to go. So it's, it, and that has made the nighttime routine so much simpler. But it's just by figuring out how, how to properly debrief them so they're calm, cool, and collect when they get into the bedroom. There, um, number seventeen. We we know this firsthand because we read to all of them when they're very young. But not reading to very young children is, he says, it can be very detrimental. Which I agree. Um, even if your kid grows up and doesn't like to read, just the exposure. Right. You know, I, I've. It gets them ready for school. It gets them ready to vocabulary. It gets them ready to just sit there for a second mm-hmm. and listen, which is probably one of the most important skills any kid can ever learn. Kickstarts the imagination, gets that moving. They have to think about, like they have to build some of the scenes in their head. Um, and so it's it's they're not relying upon somebody else to spoon feed them every um, thing, which is also like I, I love it. This is a good comparison with cartoons. The cartoons of today, there are some really, really shitty ones, and there are some really, really good ones. But the shitty ones are like a whole new level of shitty. Right. Like I remember watching back like the, the like the days of Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry and whatnot. And granted, all the, uh, the 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 blatant racism aside from those some of those cartoons from the era, they didn't draw everything out in crayon. Kids knew that when the coyote walked off the side of the cliff, that shit was gonna hurt, and it was funny when he splatted at the bottom. And also they knew that even though he came back to life in the cartoon, that wasn't really going to happen, but it wasn't spoon-fed to them. Like, you know, now remember, this can't really happen in real life. Um, and so that that whole um, uh, using their imagination and creativity and being able to connect the dots on their own is very, very important. And there's a lot of things about today's society that can stifle that and stop it from happening. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, pulling pacifiers too soon. Don't know much about this one because we never had pacifier problems no, but with any we, of the kids. But, here's, but listen to the reasoning because it does relate to us. Listen to this. Parents know the pacifier is an outward symbol of insecurity, so they tend to take it away as soon as they can instead of letting the child secure where it... <clears throat> Letting the child secure where it would drop out naturally. Mm-hmm. I have adult patients who secretly suck their thumbs. What he's saying is... And other things, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but what he's saying is if you take away a child's source of security too early that they'll 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 just feel insecure instead of mm-hmm. showing their insecurity and and having something that makes them feel secure they'll just feel insecure all the time right. and i think that that's what we've allowed why we've allowed trent to go on so much longer than i even desperately wanted to make him stop touching my boob mm-hmm. <laughs> because if it makes him feel secure and safe it's worth it to me to be a little a little awkward, a little bit, right. uh, you know, uncomfortable, not in a, like physically uncomfortable. Right. He, he, he wants to put his hand in my shirt all the time. Right. <laughs> like it's not, it's not a f- comfortable place to be, but I've let him do it a little bit longer because it, but also with our kids, you know, if younger ones being breastfed, um, 
that you they didn't really have pacifiers. Temperance couldn't didn't no. If it wasn't a real nipple, nothing to do with it. That was that was just the way she yep. was, and and Trent pretty much followed suit. And Ezra, he was kind of wasn't big on pacifiers, but he was bottle fed. But he didn't if there wasn't act, and this is held true to this day. If there wasn't actively food coming out of it, it did not interest him. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, number nineteen, not regulating food. Um, and and that's that's a very important. Like with Ezra, we're, we're having a hard time getting him to grasp this concept. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, if it's something he truly enjoys, he'll go up there and just stuff his face until he's four times know, more than he, he should ever. Yeah. Do. And so we've had. A, so what we've actually had to do is institute a rule with him that you can go back up there and feed yourself again as many times as you want. However, you have to take a helping of vegetables every time you do it, and those have to get polished off first before you touch anything else. So that way, he's not just getting the macaroni and cheese or the stuff that he really likes. And it's cut back on his intake of the bad stuff because he doesn't have room for it because he's, he's you know, getting the salad shoved in there. Um, it's still a fucking fight because he's always bitching about how, you know, I should I have to take more of this too. But there's been times where I've watched him make the conscious decision of, well, you know what, if I have to eat that, I'm really not that hungry. He just puts a plate away. It's like, ha see? <laughs> you weren't hungry. You just wanted to be gorged. There's a difference. Yeah, and that's what <clears throat> I take issue with. And I mean, I'm by no means like super uh, portion conscious person. Right, right. But especially when he he brings up that he doesn't feel comfortable at the weight he's at you know oh yeah. i wish i would get taller so i could lose my belly um you know like it's like well you need to slow down the well, food a little bit there too, you know buddy. if you're worried about if you're worried about your weight in general you're you're a healthy weight don't worry about it if you're worried about your belly perhaps lay off the fifth helping that's yeah. that's it you know yeah do a couple setups something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then number 20 spanking children older than five um the corporal punishment in 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 general is is a, uh, well, huge, a hot button. Is a huge hot button. There's those that agree with it. There's those that don't. Um, I've always said if you can find a way to keep your kid under control that doesn't involve hitting them, that's a great thing. More power to you. Do it. Um, always choose that option first. But I've also never been a, one to shy away from popping my kid in the butt if they're out of line. Um, and so I, I totally... I think he's right, though, about because about age five is when it stops working anyway. Right. Right. And, you know, and... And, and you don't want your kids to... F- to fear a physical response from you, that's not that's not the point. No, 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 not at all. I, I will say, getting bent over your dad's knee at the age of fourteen in front of God and everybody else, and getting a swat in the ass one time, um, that'll set you right as a teenager. And it wasn't even a hard swat; it was just the sheer embarrassment of the fact that my dad did that to me. And it was just showing that I, you know, I still exert the control in the situation. I'm still the alpha male kind of a thing, and yeah, so. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, those were, I agree. I mean, they're all, those were all good. And it was good to see somebody come out and kind of make these points that not a lot of people always talk about. And it, 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 well, it seems like it should be common sense at times. It's not always the case. And uh, it just, you know, it, it was a good article, I thought. So I'm I gonna, liked the article. I liked the simple explanations and not these. That, yeah, that was the easy, best part. Is, it was it, digestible. When I was digestible, there were there were some what would be considered, especially like where we live, some of that newfangled, hippy-dippy, new age bullshit in there. But he presented it in such a way that it didn't come across as that newfangled, new age, hippy-dippy bullshit so that you could get your common person that thinks that way to 
be okay with accepting it for at face value instead of sounding like it's all flower child stuff. Cause like there's a good friend. In fact, he's been on the show before his wife. She is that, you know, you went to one of the spirit quests or whatever with her, those things. I don't remember what it was you guys went to. Um, and, uh, but she is of that just like, she believes in the, um, the mother earth and the goddess and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she has all these wonderfully great concepts for parenting, but the way she <laughs> presents them, well, I well, no, having gotten to know her and respect her and love her, I know exactly what she's saying, where she's coming from. From the outside looking in, people are just like, "Wow, she's like, like she's like, like really like a flower child and whatnot." I'm like, well, "Okay, sure, if you want to phrase it that way, fine." A, what's wrong? That B, her kids behave right, and C, what the fuck do you care? Um, and, and maybe you could try to use some of that to show your kid a little bit more <laughs> love and respect there. Well, and know? I think that um, something that can get lost in, in a modern modern parent child relationships is the sense of respect that you're dealing with another person and right. uh, even I do it like it, it with the um with the hustle and bustle of today's modern life right. it can be hard to take the moment to find out why your child refuses to wear socks. Like right. this is what we're going through with Tempe. She refuses to wear socks. Right. Every day we have to put on socks. It's an argument. The reason is because she doesn't like the feel of the socks on her feet. There's nothing I can do about that. No. I could either A, let her go sockless, ruin all her shoes and get blisters, or B, force her to do something she doesn't want to do. Right. And it's hard to do either one of those things. Right. Um, but we usually we, the, the, we can get her to, to realize that the pros outweigh the cons of wearing the socks. Right. And then within five minutes of wearing them, she's fine and she's right. not remembering it. But it so. just it, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I could go one of two ways on this. Right. And sometimes it's hard to slow down, take five minutes and say, okay, we need to talk this out. Even though I realize it's still going to be a screaming. Thing. Well, tonight was a perfect example of that. I kept asking her a yes or no question and she kept trying to give me a yes, but, and then blah, blah, blah. And I kept interrupting her saying, no, this is a yes or no question. And finally she screams at me, why won't you let me speak? And she flips out and I'm told her, I'm like, I would be happy to let you speak, but I'm trying to get... You didn't give me a yes or no response. I have something else I want to say, but you keep interrupting me with the other crap you're trying to say. And I'm like, now watch. We're going to try this one more time. And I answer the question. And I explain, now all I want is a yes or a no. And she gives me the answer. I said, okay. And then I explain myself. I'm like, now, what do you have to say about that? What's the rest of what you needed to say? And she explained it all to me. I said, okay. That I get your point there, but had you done it like this instead, you could have avoided this whole altercation with your brother. It would have been over with. I'm like, now, did I let you say everything you wanted to say? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so I actually did let you speak? She goes, well, yeah. I'm like, all right. I said, the point of the matter is, is you guys need to get to learn to how to process the question that's being asked and give the appropriate response. And sometimes a quick yes or no response is the most appropriate action and explanation can come later. And she was perfectly fine with that, but it took the whole her melting down and me not not budging because she needs to learn to listen to what the question being asked is all actually about. Um, and I could have just you know demanded her to shut up and not say anything at all, but that's not kind of that that's not the appropriate response either. So we both got what we were able to we were both mm -hmm. able to achieve what we needed to achieve in the situation. She needed to understand, and I showed her that a yes or no by itself it can be the appropriate response. And then she was able to voice her grievance with me after the fact, and everything was happy. So it was a win win for both of us. And you can you can make those things happen. You just have to actually put the effort forth to do it. Yep. So I agree. That's generally how it works with kids. Right. 
effort yeah. needed. It's a lot of fucking effort <laughs> needed sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, some housekeeping notes here. Mm-hmm. In the upcoming weeks, you have a procedure coming up. It's gonna be a minor laparoscopic surgery type thing going on. Yep. Um, and there's going to be some recovery time in that, and we're most likely going to be skipping that show. Yeah. We might we might try to get an extra one recorded on a different night and have it in the bag so we can release it. We'll see. We'll. I, I said we might because we have. We'll have to do it next week. Okay. Yeah, that's very true. So, so there's a very good chance we could either be skipping it or I do have the recording of Ezra guesting on another podcast. And if I get their permission to release it as a simulcast, I can put it up in our feed so we can cover the gap there. So I'll find out. It's we'll not, see. <laughs> yeah. Either way, there's a chance we could be skipping a week. If so. I told him that we should tell you all that that we might miss the week. So he's like, no, I'll just, I'll just have a guest. I'm like, so I, while I'm in the, in the house recovering. No, you weren't yes, at first. I was. No, I you was, totally yeah. weren't. No, I see that you were reading that wrong. I totally was. There was no way I would leave you in there recovering with the kids. Yeah, right. I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. to record a podcast. Uh-huh. So um, I might do the rubber contest in there with you while you're recovering. <laughs> Kidding once again. <laughs> um, so yes, if there is a gap coming up, you'll understand why that is why. Otherwise, um, if you want to contact us, you can send us. An- you can send us an email <coughs> at grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Oh, yep, or, or Justin or Jody at badparentingpodcast.com. That is correct. Or you can send us a voicemail five. 5- Zero three six zero nine zero three seven five. Yep, or use that nifty little voice recording app on your phone, and it'll take care of it as well too. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That works Why don't we even have a voicemail line then? Because some people like to call when they're driving. Well, then, or whatever. I no, I'm just saying because there there are some, i.e., slacker, uh, Killa, who like especially Killa. He'll he'll he's like really kind of labors over his. He knows what he wants to say, but it might take him twenty five <laughs> attempts to get there. Um, so he, he doesn't, that's me. Yeah. I, I, I know y'all know this, but I will not re- call into a show or a voicemail line ever right. again in my whole life. Yep. So that, um, yeah, after you drop the torque no, bomb shush, shush. on no, mediocre. We, we shall never speak of this again. <laughs> it's recorded, babe. It's there. <laughs> and we um, still need to speak of it. Um, so he'll, he'll submit in that way. And the sound quality is a little bit better too. Yeah. So, um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter. I, don't, I keep wanting to say MySpace lately, and I don't know why. Because MySpace <laughs> hasn't been a thing since like two thousand fucking seven. Never since we had the show have we ever had a MySpace. But I keep like also maybe we should make one just for the fun that. of it. Yeah, do like all the little glittery gift yeah. graphics and yeah, you know, yeah, and, uh, all that jazz. Yeah. I don't know. We can have our top eight. Do like an old GeoCities page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I think back to the days of MySpace and Friendster? GeoCities. I never was on Friendster. I wasn't either. But I just think back to the days cool. of like MySpace, and it's like, oh, those were and like the the music was a blast. The minute you loaded the page up, um, and then back in the days, like the old GeoCities websites where you could load a MIDI music. Yeah, yep. I was guilty of doing that a couple times. Oh, the early days of the web it just makes you shudder. <laughs> <laughs> and all the especially compared to all the cool things we can do with it now, like porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, they could do that then too. <laughs> yeah. It was so much slower. Though. I know, right? And then like, if somebody, uh, if you didn't have, if you had call waiting and you forgot to disable it, and then somebody dialed in right in the middle of it, like the nipple shot, oh, you were fucked. It was such a, it was a sad panda for you know a young teenage male such as myself when the boob what, shot got what, interrupted. What, whatever. Were you really brave enough to look at porn on your parents' machine? I had my own computer. Oh, lucky bastard. My parents were brave enough to give me my own computer and not ever monitor what I was stupid. doing with it. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and for the most part, I was good. There was, you know, every once in a while. But yeah, I had... Oh, we were going to talk about Deadpool. And like, don't take your kids to see Oh, yes. It. Don't take your kids to see Deadpool. 
just that's it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say anything else. No, me either. But I'm just going to say that. I had people asking me if well, they if uh, their kids could go see it. I'm like, um, and uh, actually, a I... very a very good point was made. If there is a huge public outcry over this movie and people freaking out because they were offended because they took their kids to it, it could stop the studio from making a second one. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, that'll make me very angry me because too. do your Don't fucking do research. Look at the source material. It is not. It is never ha- never has it been. A child-friendly storyline, character, or I'm just going to say this. Unless you want to s- explain pegging to your child, <laughs> don't take right, them. Right. Just don't. Just don't. It's just, yeah, exactly. So, you know, Deadpool is a great movie. I highly recommend you guys go see it if you're, like, 16 or older. Um, but do not take your kids to it, like, if they're, like, an 11, 12-year-old. In fact, we when we were in line at the theater. We had we brought Ezra with us. We're in line at the theater. His movie was starting ten minutes before Deadpool was. He, he his, went to see a different movie. Right. He was waiting in line with us until his movie started. Right, and he was going to go see Kung Fu Panda three. So his PE, PE teacher, teacher came out of the earlier showing and looks she, at him, and she comes over. She's like, "You're going to go see them? Like, like a, I'm not a, judging you, but I'm so <clears throat> totally judging you." Oh yeah, you. she's like, she's like, oh, she goes, she literally said, she said, "Oh honey, um, prepare yourself." <laughs> And she's like, it's, 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 yeah, just, just, it's a lot to take in, buddy. It's, it's a lot for you to take in at your age. And I, and I go, oh, he's not seeing this. And she goes, oh, you could see the relief right. wash over her. Like, oh my God, thank you. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's going to go see Kung Fu Panda 3. We're watching Deadpool. And then she's like, well, yeah, they're like really, really young kids. And then a, some couple brought their like four year old out of yeah. the fucking theater. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And then while we're in there watching it. Like a four, a six, a four, and a two year old were yeah, brought in. Yeah, like, this guy, guy like carrying a baby, yeah, with a small child, like you two know, small children, and then two another. Oh. And I'm like, how could you even think that that's okay? How could you even for a moment, right, think it that was that's okay? So bad. So, um, just just do your research, man. Just just look, Google. It's this wonderful search engine where you can find shit, and it tells you about stuff. And there's been no shortage of press about this movie and about how it is not. At all kid friendly. Yeah. So don't do it. Just figure it out. Uh, and on that note, is there anything else you want to add, babe? Nope. I'm all good. Right. All right. Well, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's all done now. Here it goes.